listening to a Called Collective podcast, where we seek to equip the next generation of ministry leaders. The Called Collective produces multiple podcasts, which you can find in the description below. To learn more about The Called Collective, visit our website at thecalledcollective.org or check us out on Instagram at The Called Collective. Check, check, check. No, it was terrible. <laughs> it did not, you did not make it work. so bad. That was terrible. That was such a I bad sermon. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Modern Parables Podcast. Yes. I am one of your hosts, Tyler Sanders, joined by my very fit and whatever Built else. Built like an ox. An ox of a man. Uh, yep. Okay, there you go. There, well, that's very tired, but I'm joined by Isaac and Noah. Yep. It's very Good tired. To Good to be back. No, where were you? You, like, just got here. I landed, like, uh, two hours ago. Mm. And I just got to Marion 20 minutes ago. Dang. So Man's on I, was, job. I was at a wedding, got to celebrate a good buddy of mine getting married, which is awesome. Love and uh, it, was, it was a beautiful wedding. It was it was good. And yeah. it was it, it was cold outside. It was like 25 degrees in Arkansas. Oh, my gosh. So the bridesmaids were wearing like these super thin dresses and they were like shivering. I watched a girl. Her bouquet was just <laughs> shivering the entire time. Hey, whatever you got to do for those pictures <laughs> exactly. to look nice, yeah. right? That's exactly. Fast. But the bride should have bought the bridesmaids fur coats yeah. to yes. wear, you know, that would have been, uh-huh. yeah. Like true fur. Maybe not. Nah, we we, we like animals here. <laughs> we like animals here. Anyway, we are joined by a guest. We have Pastor Josh Foster with us. Welcome, What's welcome, up? welcome. Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, yeah, um, my name is Josh Foster. I Ooh. am from Salisbury, Maryland. It is south of the Mason-Dixon, Delaware, shaped like that. Or just below the horizontal line. I've it's, never seen anybody do this for Delaware. <laughs> we just only know it's taking it. Bunch of losers up yeah. there. No, just kidding. no That's um, fair. yeah, I've been on staff at our church, Emmanuel Wesleyan Church, for about almost seven years, mm. coming up wow. in April, which is awesome. Um, I'm currently the experience pastor, which is our next steps, spiritual formation, all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Um, yep. And then I also run our residency program. That is sick. very cool. Let's yeah. go. So is is that town where the stake? Was invented. Uh. Nah, but have you heard of Purdue Chicken? <laughs> yeah. Chance, yeah, that's really. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Fun yeah. fact. Steak. Salisbury steak. You heard of Salisbury oh, okay. steak? Okay. Salisbury yeah, yeah, steak. Yeah. 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 I actually. I didn't put that together. There's a guy just moved in town from another part of the country, and he says like Salisbury. I'm like, no, Saul. Like Salisbury. That's <laughs> yeah, how you yeah. know you're a part Salisbury. of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how you know you become one of them. Okay. Exactly. All right. Well, what what is the scripture you brought for us today? Man, yeah, I changed it like three different times. Ooh. Yeah, I was really trying to think about it, and Nick and I were talking, and I wanted to talk with what Isaac was talking about today because I love that in Psalms 119, 105. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yes, sir. Love this Your stuff. Piggybacking yeah. off of Isaac today. Yeah, Isaac uh, got to preach in, in on the main stage for the big boy church the big boy. Uh, at big chapel boy. today. So. God-given message. It was great. Yeah. God-given message, baby. Let's go. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's the only chapel I actually regret missing. So. <laughs> it was actually yeah, wow. really good. Yeah. That was so kind of you, Tyler. Yeah, that was. I appreciate Bro, that. I was so excited for it. I was even going to bring Eliana to the balcony and let her run around. That's how, <laughs> I, that's how much I wanted to and be here. And then what happened? And then I thought better heads prevailed, and I thought she's gonna scream out. If I said 
quiet, he's preaching. She would yell out, he's preaching hey, from the here. balcony. Amen. Feedback is welcome. You had barking people at you today. People were barking yeah. when I went up. What? My friends oh, on the oh my God. That's <laughs> they go, so great. <laughs> 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 that is awesome. It was amazing. All right. Psalms 119. Yes. 119 yeah. what? What verse? 105. 105. 105. All right, this I'm ready. It's golden. Mm. I feel like this makes my voice sound way deeper. Yeah. Is that like an oh, effect? It is effect, and one, right. one of the many effects. There you go. That's why my voice doesn't sound like a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till we get to the next part. It'll sound like a squirrel. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you, you really, really want, want it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we revere the word? Absolutely. <laughs> and have fun while we're doing it. Amen. Man, so, right. so am I reading this? Yeah. Yes, oh, sure. All right, cool. Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. The word Simple of the Lord. Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. All right, I'm I'm not hopping in on this right away. You guys go because I I talked about this today. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah. the people didn't hear you. Talk yeah, that's true. Sure. I'll talk about it, but I want to right. know what you guys say. I got first. something. So I actually, this is a verse when I was in high school that was very like transformative. So I had a group of guys. I talked about them often, but we dug into the word together. We decided, hey, that our small group leader, like it's going to pour into us and we're going to be there consistently. And we, there's something more out there. Let's mm. go pursue it. Yeah. So we're walking over this bridge, um, in my hometown and it's called Pathfinder. It's a place a lot of people run or bike or jog or walk or whatever. Right. You can go on a date out there, whatever. Mm. There's a bridge that goes over this, this pretty large, um, river. And there's a bunch of names on the, on the boards, on the planks. And as we're walking, we're seeing people's names and we're like, I don't, don't, don't know these people. Like, why are they here? And I was, all of a sudden, we're like walking and our, our small group leader just stops. Doesn't tell us he stopped. He just stopped. He's looking down. And we're all just keep walking by and he ends up going, hey guys. And so we turn around and we come back and a very faded like Psalm 119, 105 was written right there. Mm. So in that moment, we took a picture of all of our feet, which, you know, in hindsight now, like I got some dogs on, you know, on my <laughs> phone, but I took a picture of all of our feet and we like took that moment and we were like, man, we don't realize the places that God shows up sure. every day. Yeah. Like, yeah, the the word is a lamp to my feet. And we're literally walking across this bridge. And that's what's written down mm-hmm. on this plank. And on this bridge, there's some planks that are a little sketch, you know, kind of wobbles. Yeah. And, and it was just really cool. Like, we all got to stop and just kind of take a second. And now every time I think about this verse or that bridge, that moment always comes back to mind where I realize, oh, God is showing up in all kinds of different ways, mm-hmm. in ways I don't even explain but if I'm like my small group leader and I can stop and just take a second, maybe I can realize where God's showing up. And that's why it just rings in my head all the time now. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, when it when it comes to uh, 119.105, what immediately came to my head also was Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all your heart uh, and do not rely on your own understanding in all your ways. Know him and he will make your path straight. Yep. Yeah. So, if if you combine the two to make an illustration about a path, uh, when you trust in the Lord, your path is straight. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a smooth path. Mm. There's there's sure. there's bumps and stumbles and little pebbles along the way that you can step on. But if the word of the Lord is the light that you can see those ahead of you on the path, I think that would be a cool illustration to flesh out yeah. some more. So that's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. I did something with this in um in a little small group that I had when I was an intern at Napanee Missionary Church. And because this was this was really convicting me on like, what does it mean for the word to be a lamp to my feet, mm. a light to my path? And I did this thing where I we, we were in a room and we turned all the lights off and I turned on this this lamp. 
and the lamp wasn't bright. And as they're walking, they start walking on this path, and they don't know where they're going to end up, where it leads to, right? Mm -hmm. But they see the next step. And that's what I was trying to illustrate to them, mm. that the lamp just shows the next step. It shows, and then when you take that one, the next step is illuminated to you. Mm. And so when you follow the Lord, it's not about him revealing to you in 20 years, you're going to be in Africa or something like that. Right. But he's showing you the next step of obedience to take. And as you start walking in obedience, then he starts to reveal yeah. his, his will for your life. Mm. But it's not before you take the steps of obedience. It's as you take the steps of obedience. And so that's what I see with, with 105, right? And the light to our path. And it's not that bright. Yeah. But it definitely shows us what the next step is. It's good. Yeah, with that, man. Like, I, I love this passage, too. And, like, you're preaching it this morning. I'm just, like, nodding and smiling. <laughs> Probably, like, one of the only people doing that. Because yeah. college kids in chapel are just kind of like, clowns. True. <laughs> they, you know, Especially after spring break. Yeah, after sure. I almost cussed, though, they were in on <laughs> no, it. They, yeah. <laughs> they brought them back in. Yeah. <laughs> but in this, you know, I talk about this scripture a lot with, like, young adults and, like, some of our residents, too. It's just, like, you know, we want to know what's next, what's directly there. And I know, like, sometimes the Lord will put a call in over people that are distinct and, like, very you know, directly yeah. like, oh, I'm going to be this at this time in life or whatever, but it's not always like that. And for my life, it's probably never been like that, mm. you know? And if we see like the final, whatever we want to get to, like there could be, <laughs> we might not like what we see, right? We might, there might be anxiety or fear, or like we might go down a different path because like, I don't really know if that might be too big for me. I'm not ready for that. True. And when we just focus on what's right in front of us, you know, the lamp, like the Lord, right? He's right with us the whole time. It's keeping yeah. him close by our feet. You're not trying to do it in your own power in the future. You're mm, yeah. relying on him. Yeah. And that's what I love about that like so much. Yeah. And that brings me peace like all the time. Oh my yeah. days. Yeah. And talk about the freedom that comes with that. You don't have to worry about the future, like the 20 years ahead. Yeah. Mm. That he, God's like, I want you to focus on this yeah. next step. And right. Be faithful with that. That's yeah. it. We'll worry about the next step after that. Yeah. yeah. As young adults, right? You guys are, you know, graduating soon, taking jobs at churches and stuff. Do you see that pressure, like, from your parents? Like, oh, what's oh, happening yeah. in five years? What's uh -huh. happening in 10 years? Mm -hmm. What's this? And you're just like, hey, like, I'm just following God. Yeah. I need that answer to be okay with you guys. Love you, Mom. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah that, that answer is not okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know the stereotype, like, in, in shows when it's, like, the, the, the boy that's trying to date the girl comes to the house and the dad's like, what are your, what are your plans for the next 10 years? Yeah. How are you going to take yeah. care of my right. daughter? Yeah, and yeah, when yeah. he says, I don't know, the dad, like, looks at him as despicable. Yeah. Because that's not an answer worthy of. Right, yeah. His daughter, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Mm. And so... Yeah, something that comes to mind, too, is, like, whenever you go to a family event and you see uh, your family yeah. that you, like, barely ever see and they ask the same five questions. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You, oh, like, you just got married. Oh, when are you having kids? Oh, my gosh, I know. It's, like, <laughs> it's a like, personal question. It's like, you just had a kid. It's like, oh, when's the next one coming? Right. You know, right? It's just... Yeah. It's always that... You, they only mark it by the next big life event, yeah, right. wow. and there's no investment in the other parts of you. It's only yeah. the markers that are, like, the biggest things in life. Graduation, so marriage, right. all that stuff. So They care about the external things that they can see, but not the sure. internal turmoil. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Love that. Dang, boy. Yeah. Well. Peach vibe. Josh. Yeah, peach vibe. <laughs> Josh, thank you so much for bringing this scripture yeah. um, and blessing us with this. And as... You listeners know, if this is not your first time, we go to the random topic generator Ooh. after this. And so what will happen is on the screen, a random topic will pop up. And we will be giving sermon illustrations yep. for it. And whoever has one first will slap the red button. You. Let's get it. Slap it. Slap it hard. Put it up there. <laughs> Nick. All right, Nick. What, we, what do we got going on here? Oh. I don't think. Oh. There it is. Oh. 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 I had to connect that. Stop. 
Oh, surfboards. surfboards. Had to connect that keyboard. Mm. Surfboards. Yeah. Surf- I ain't never been hey. surfing. Bro, really? Never. I haven't either. Oh. I had a have, chance in Costa Rica. Have you Rica. surfed before? Yeah. Okay. We surf a lot. I was about to say, bro, <laughs> he's out on the East Coast. I mean, so yeah, so was I. I've surfed before. but How far are you from the beach? So I where I used to live in Florida, um, in Tampa, we were, I used to live, I was born and raised in St. Pete, so I, we were 20, 30 minutes away from beach Same. at any yeah. given time. Mm-hmm. And even when I lived in Jacksonville, we were just like an hour away from mm-hmm. uh, the beach and two hours away from Daytona Beach. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, sweet. Dang. Yeah, Surfboards, though. Oklahoma's landlocked, man. There ain't, there ain't no surfing going on in Oklahoma. Well, I'll tell you this. Be warned. Nipple chafing. Very real. Oh, yeah. Petroleum jelly. Yeah. Is your friend. <laughs> Sorry I didn't for know that it. illustration <laughs> of the camera. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, my I, bad. I had no idea at first. When you so, wear, like, the wetsuit or what? Oh, no. If you, if you go bare chest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on the board. with the, with the board. Yeah, oh, the that's or, awful. Yeah. yeah, so there's a picture of me and my little brother surfing for the first time, awesome. and our whole chest and stomach is just red yeah. and then it it looks like our nipples are probably just fall off it's, wow well <laughs> i've been trying to find the picture you guys who have surfed before maybe give us a little bit of like yeah. background information on maybe some rules some pointers that would help you mm. in surfing and that might help us and inspire us or just dive in what, what was that that was our producer is that a fart that's what i was wondering <laughs> or random? Are you serious? Did you look How did they get that sample? No, no, <laughs> you just walk around McCons. Hey, <laughs> they actually farted. Oh my gosh! Did you get it in the bathroom? No, no, no. They just right. Recorded their fart previously. That's odd. All um, right, so we're on nipples and farts <laughs> on surfboards already. So okay, here's what I'll say about surfboards. Surfing is all about balance. Mm. It's it, you gotta balance, and it's. It's not like balancing on wheels. You, you're balancing on water, on a board, which water's not the same in any two places. Right. So you are literally trying to keep yourself mm. upright and ride the ever-changing water as you go. So you spend a lot... You see it in movies all the time. You spend a lot of time on a beach practicing the pop-up. You're, you're laying down paddling, which yeah. is the easy part. And then you have to pop up and maintain your balance and actually ride the wave. Mm. It's very difficult, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah. I just kind of put people on a board and push them into it and <laughs> let them figure it out. <laughs> I got a question with surfing. Okay. Are you, wait, are you continuing on your sermon? With no, that? go ahead. Okay. Okay, cool. Is there like a certain like pocket that you want to be in when you're riding the wave where there's a certain spot you don't want to be at when it's starting to like fall? Do you sure. know what I mean? Like So like our surfing, like when I go surfing, I'm not, you know, like ripping these massive barrels so okay let me break that down so like i'm not <laughs> surfing on these like huge monster waves yeah. where you see it really crashing over and guys are in that pocket that's called like you know catching a barrel the one you tube. see in movies all the yeah. time yeah. yeah we might be getting waves yes. up to like our waist yep. like chest so like yeah there's definitely a certain spot you want to be in and like in that you want to it's all about timing you know timing as well as balance yes. you know yeah Paddling is good, but if you paddle too far in front of it, the wave's going to crash on you. If you go too late, you're not going to get it just right. Uh, so, like, mm. you have to be in the right part of the lineup and then time it right. And then you just kind of feel the wave just yeah, kind of give you that momentum, that push forward, and you just mm. kind of cruise into it. All right, so mm. I got something off that. Go yeah. for it. Oh, this is going to be a long one. 
Yeah, nice fart. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. Um, so talking about that, being in the right spot, you don't want to be too far, too far back, mm-hmm. and then you won't get get caught in the in the sure. barrel. But uh, so it brought to mind of wanting to be. There's no better place to be than in the hands of the Father. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no better place to be in the will than in the will of the Lord. But it's not a safe place. Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous place. Ooh. It doesn't take you out from the wave or from the crashing yeah. of life. It actually just protects you from within it. Yeah. And so I'm thinking of um, within this wave that like, yeah, just that whole, the whole prayer in John 17 when Jesus says, I don't ask that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them in it. Mm. And so he has sent us to be in the world, not of the world, right? And he doesn't take us out of the storms, out of the crashing of the waves, but he protects us from it while we're still in it and mm. to use, use that in our life. Yeah, I, I, would, I would mess around with that. This would be so, okay. I'm just going to talk over the fart. Um. <laughs> Good switch. <laughs> pre-record. Um, okay, question. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. Question for the surfers here. Okay. When in the I would movies, not call myself a surfer. I just want to be clear. In the, in the movies, they're, what do they do with their like surfboards? Are they like, what are they, are they sanding it? What, wax. What are they, is wax. it wax? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> obviously, I didn't know what that was. That's, but like, that's what chafes you, bro. That's it. The that's wax the, does? That's the chain. So what does the Is wax do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's okay. just like it's just like a skateboard has grip tape all over the pine the deck. tar for a baseball bat. Exactly. Stuff like that. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Got the connection. So I was just thinking about like when I always see the movies, right? You used to see the the greased up surfer guy, no shirt, like yep. long hair, it's flowing, right? We that's and no chafe. Right, no chafe. Because <laughs> he hasn't even touched the water yet. He's just greased, just waxing up his board, right? I was thinking about how as as pastors, as ministers. Um, we talk about this phrase of being prayed up before mm-hmm. we go places, right? Like if you don't have the wax on the surfboard, you're probably not staying on it for very long. And yep. if you if you do have the ability to stay on that surfboard without much wax, I don't think it's gonna be for long. It's not gonna be very consistent. And I think sometimes we go up, go to things we're not prayed up, and we're we're fine. Like we do decent sometimes, but mm-hmm. usually ends in a crash and burn, right? And and I think when we walk into it prayed up, saying, "Hey." I'm with the Lord. Like Isaac was talking about, like I'm in the pocket. Like I, I, I am in the right spot. Like I think we can go in situations and respond in a way that's Christ centered and also mm-hmm. God honoring. That's good. Like it. I love that. I think, I think we're good. Dude, the two non-surfers. Let's go. Come on Come now. On. Praise Jesus. I was going to say something about balance, but it's really, it's too weak. Yeah. So let's move on. Yeah. 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 I, get that. I get that. I get that. Stop. Ted Lasso. <sighs> Never seen it. But, Whatever this, bro. You look like Ted Lasso is. with that mustache, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Have you seen a picture of Ted Lasso at least? No, bro. Have you been watching the Ted Lasso? Is it the soccer one now? Is that what? It, is it the only one he's ever done? I think it's just soccer. Yeah, okay. yeah. Cool, he's cool, 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 he's cool. a he's an American football coach who goes to England and he takes over as the manager a premier Premier League soccer team. Yeah, that makes like. Sense. Not I don't have premier. that nice of a mustache, huh? Lower level get promoted yeah no they first season they were, were they in premiere promoted? then they got demoted relegated okay, and then they got promoted again wow. third season so he's coaching something he doesn't know he has no idea what it is yeah yeah because it was like a sabotage plan yes That's because right. the owner of the team is rebecca who recently divorced her husband rupert who owned the team but lost the team in the divorce and her her goal was to sabotage the team because that's that's all he loved he loved ah, soccer more than her. He I loved see. football more than her. So she was going to sabotage it. And her heart was changed. Wow. And she started to love the team so and there's all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's an amazing show. I really like it. But uh, Ted Lasso, I got one. 
<laughs> I forgot. It's so short. Okay, so I think about right in this, we look at it, and this guy's going to teach something that he doesn't know. Yep. And I think I think in in the Christian life, a lot of times, people, other Christians, will leave the teaching to the people who are educated sure. in it. Right. So, for example, in like Bible study, a, a lot of my friends would be like waiting for me to say something, waiting mm. for me to lead, and all all these things. They don't feel like they can share the gospel because they haven't been educated in it. They don't feel like they can teach it because yeah. they don't know enough. And I think of the 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 story with Apollo in um Apollo in Acts yeah. when he's going around teaching, and it says that that he was taught right the ways of Jesus, and he started preaching to people. But then, uh, pers- wait, who was it that came? Priscilla and Aquila, right? Yeah, that came and started to correct him on some things, like to help him to teach mm-hmm. him more sound sound whatever teachings. But the thing is. He went out and started preaching. Mm-hmm. He went out and started telling the people about Jesus without having this great education about it. Why? Because he couldn't help but t- t- teach and talk about the freedom of Christ. Yeah. And I think we have to have that mindset, not to say like, go and be a coach of something you don't know, mm-hmm. but with the limited knowledge you might have educationally or just in your mind of who Jesus is, go and tell people about him. Sure. You don't need to wait to know all of the mysteries in the gospel because guess what? You're not going to get there. Yeah, sure. Oh, do it. Something, you know, in this show too, which is so cool and so like, I feel like inspiring is when you watch a show, what draws people who don't even care about soccer is mm. yeah. when you see like Ted's like love for like his team and the mm. people, mm-hmm. like he like goes out of his way just to care and like shepherd over, you know, the soccer players. He doesn't, you know, the first season, he doesn't know anything about soccer he doesn't know what offsides or, is yeah nothing yeah, like yeah, that. yeah yellow cards red cards anything <laughs> but like what he does well is you know he knows how to delegate and bring people up and really just like love people and help them have unity and like yeah. that camaraderie and like that's what helps he lets them do them and be like who they are and they end up you know doing well and then as he's going he's like learning more about you know soccer football yeah that's good by the by the time Season three comes around, so it's episode one of season three. Just came out on the fifteenth. Uh, in season, Super fan. yeah, I, I I love Ted Lasso. So in the first episode of season three, they're practicing on the pitch, and everybody they're back in the Premier League, and everybody says they're going to finish last and get relegated again, which means they're going to go back to the Championship League, Champions League, which mm-hmm. is the lower level. So Ted's like, "All right, we're stopping drills today. We're going on a field trip. Hop in a bus." Go to a manhole and go down into the London sewers. Massive. Okay. Yes. And he's he's having somebody explain about the London sewers and how apparently soccer teams back in the 1500s or whenever it was built actually helped lay the foundation for a lot of the, the sewers and stuff. And then one of the players chimes in and says, Coach, am I the only one that thinks we're surrounded by poopay? And he just says, he just says poopay, so funny. But Ted is like, you know, there's so much crap that happens in our lives and stuff, but we need to let it flow out like the London sewer takes it. And he makes a joke. Where does this go? He's like, it gets processed and put back in the ocean. And they're like, oh, that's probably not great. But, you know, they make jokes about it all the time. But then as the team gets back, uh, the old coach of the team comes in and says uh, uh, something slanderous against the team. And the team starts to get all riled up and like angry and like, and Ted's about to go address the team and stop it. But his assistant coach puts this like, wait. And then the captain who said poupé said, guys, guys, don't worry about it. It's just poupé. <laughs> <laughs> and then the team was like, 
right, right. Let's let it flow on through. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it's in, I guess, to put a spiritual spin on that part of it, <laughs> I mean, right? I guess. I mean. is, it, it is to say that there's a lot of crap that happens in our lives. And there's so much that I think we can l- latch onto and leap into and cause a whole bunch of problems by leaning into it. And it causes so many difficulties after the fact with anger, with slander, with whatever, that if we just move on and let it pass, it won't create anything big. And we just mm-hmm. turn it over to Jesus and let good, him good. be the one that takes it from there. Good bowel movements. Yeah. I have nothing spectacular. Good. Yeah. Let's 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 go on to the next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Two more. Stop. Oh. Yeah. Huh? Do you know what this is? Isaac? Nope. Do you know what Fenway Park is? Nope. Get what? educated, son. Do you know the giant green wall in baseball? Nope. Okay. Do you know what the Red Sox are? Red Sox. Okay. Got it. Their stadium. See, the crazy thing is my <laughs> uncle was a professional pitcher for Detroit, the Detroit Tigers, and then uh, the Cardinals, and then, yeah, well, he's a pitcher for both. Nice. There you go. And Isaac knows nothing. nothing. Good times. Josh, Fenway explain it to Park. us. Park. So the Red Sox play at Fenway Park in Boston. It's the current. It's currently the oldest See, stadium in Major League Baseball. This is his team. This is my team. And he wasn't offended that I didn't know, unlike you hooligans. No, no, y- no, yeah, I, you're an uncultured swine. At this point, everybody knows it. I don't know you like that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> no, it's so like what happened was it was built in like the early like 1910s, like through the 20s. The owner was super, super, super selfish. And there's people that were watching games from left field without pain so he uh, built this massive wall so it could like block them uh, from seeing it what a guy yeah so it's actually really cool because it's very unique to the field and it's just this massive massive block so like if you hit it it counts as a hit if it goes off of it but you know outfielders now have to adjust and adapt compared to other yeah. ballparks because now they're having to play yeah. and defend off oh, of they something that they're not those. used to because huh. because the wall itself is much closer yeah. than a traditional left field so oh. a regular hit to the outfield that would have been a can of corn out is now off the wall and it's probably an automatic double. Like if you if you yeah. got enough average speed, you can yeah. leg out a double hit. Uh, unless off the you're monster. big poppy, then yeah, right. You, then do, it's you, a single. All, you, you don't hit opposite field <laughs> right. unless you're big poppy, but that's okay. On the contrary, too, if you hit a shot like a line drive, like like a really hard hit, yeah, you know, like and it bounces off that, that could have been a home run and like other parts right, too. True, but it also like keeps it in yeah. because it's. I was about to say. Yeah, and there weren't there weren't seats on the Green Monster for a long time. The '90s, early 2000s, they put them on there. Yeah, yeah, it's a really cool stadium because it just you like look right to left, and all of a sudden it's just this giant wall. (laughs) It is literally the bucket list stadium for me. I want. I am a Rays fan, so I'm just trained to not like Red Sox fans. However, (laughs) I love baseball historically better, so I would love to go to Fenway Park. Fenway Park South. Where they have spring training, they also have a green monster there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And the seats are actually like inside the monster, so like, oh, that's sick. rather cool. be in flat. There's where like is that like opening in Fort Myers? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't super know awesome part. Okay. Next time I'm back in the old stomping ground, I'll take a look. Um, so sermon on this. Yeah. Mm. There's like a million places you could go. Yes. How mm. would you take us there? Oh, I gotta pick one first. Oh. Okay. This is weak, but we'll see. Uh, so there's a guy on YouTube. His name's uh, Zach Hample. Um, he has caught over like 10,000 baseballs in live Major League Baseball games. He has, he has like uh, 
during batting practice, during games, everything, he has over 10,000 balls. That's crazy. He caught Alex Rodriguez's uh, 3,000th hit, which was a home run. Yeah, and he, he got like a million or two dollars for that. Uh, he caught Mike Trout's first home run ever. So he's he's been a part of these big moments in recent years. That's crazy. Um, when he goes to Fenway, uh, he, you, he normally does a series at Fenway every year. One of the games, he'll go to the parking lot right behind the Green Monster. And you have to, there are signs everywhere in that parking lot that says, listen, we are not liable yeah. for the balls that come into this parking lot because they come in a lot. So if you're if you're standing there in that parking lot, you can't see anything that's happening on the field because the right. monster's so big. You don't even know who's hitting. So you, he had a guy go into the stadium first, and he tells him, hey, this is who's hitting. Get ready. So when a lefty's up, hey, get ready, because when it's batting practice, you might get some catches. He does not see anything until the ball's right over the monster, and then he has a few seconds to react and go catch one. He didn't catch a single one, okay? So I say all this to say the illustration, and I told you it's very weak, but it's <coughs> in, in this life, we know what we're getting into when we, when we uh, give our lives to Christ, or at least we should. We should know what we're getting into. It's not puppies and rainbows from the moment we accept Christ and life is all good. There are, there are things that are going to be launched at us that we're not going to see coming right behind the green monster. Mm. Told you it's weak. Is that a picture of the green monster? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I was showing Isaac for effect. Oh, good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's it's super sick, honestly. The the green monster is one of those things that it's iconic to the to the Red Sox. Yeah. Oh man. Um. I mean, I got. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. The the first thing that came to mind when I think of the big green monster, as you guys were explaining to me, or Josh was explaining it to me, uh, was just building walls. Instead of bridges, building walls, building fences to keep people out instead of letting mm. people in. And just this whole idea that it's become like a staple here. and It's almost iconic of our culture to when we're at our house, nobody gets in. Nobody gets to come through the, come through the fences. Nobody gets to come in and, and talk to us. We don't welcome people in. Yeah. And the people that sit on the outside want to watch it and we just close our garage doors. We close the windows. We don't want to let sure. people see anything on the inside. Yeah. And so instead of building big green monsters... You just need to be letting people in and letting people see what's going on. Sure. Something like that. Jump on this too. I mean, it's the oldest park, you know, in baseball. Basically any legend like Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, you know, like all those guys have played here. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a relic, but it's like, it's a modern day like relic too. And mm. I think we can look at times in our lives, you know, mm. like, you know, we could just let stories of how the Lord's moving us like die or like, you know, we, we don't always reflect on like how he's carried us through. But like when you can look back at something that's like that old and think of like all the life that's happened there, like how it's seen different, you know, wars, how it's seen different times in history. And I think we can look at maybe like in our lives too, maybe, oh, well that happened so long ago. That's that far. But like, you know, what could you be doing currently to keep your faith, you know, not just, something from like the 1900s you know mm. how can you keep pursuing him throughout you know yeah. yeah it's something to look back to in history mm -hmm. like the faith of what's happening but then realize it's the same sure. today wow yeah. that's beautiful i'll bring us home the in uh <laughs> the big green monster to to actually get over the wall right you have to hit it rather high sure and in comparison to other like ballparks it's usually just like a pop-up 
Like, it's just a really high pop-up to left field. That's what it is. Like, it's not typically a great hit. Sometimes it's a miss hit, right? Like you said earlier, like, a line drive, an absolute smash could just be a single. Like, you could hit it hard enough to where it actually bounces back all the way back to the infield. Like, it is a possibility, right? And I was just thinking about how when when we begin to just put ourselves out there and just respond in obedience to the Lord, sometimes we do just hit a pop-up, but the Lord makes it a home run. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's a super shallow and kind of cheesy no, illustration. I'm here for but it. But I think it's it's kind of the way that we just give our best and God does the rest. And I, and I know that's such a cliche, but it, I think it's valid. Yeah. Little as much when it's in his hands. Yeah. Yeah, mm. exactly. Just bring all that you can bring. Yeah. Well, Josh, uh, Tyler said he doesn't like you and he let no i'm kidding he didn't do that he didn't do that but had to get home for his daughter tyler had to go be a good dad and uh so we can talk trash on him now but (laughs) i I, I guess we won't i guess we won't do that so josh thank you so much for taking the time uh absolutely killed it yeah and i always love just hearing different people's hearts with modern parables it's always different to see what what's on their heart and then kind of how we can see a glimpse of that right now so josh you do great things and this podcast was it was awesome. And for those that are listening, stay tuned because uh, we got more coming out. So, we would also like to take a second to thank the School of Theology and Ministry at Indiana Wesleyan University for using their facilities. We want to thank the Called Collective for producing all of our podcasts. The Called Collective seeks to equip the next generation of ministry leaders. To find out more information, visit thecalledcollective.org or check us out on Instagram at the Called Collective. Once again, thank you for stopping by and listening to our crazy sermon illustrations that might actually work. Check back next week for more Modern Parables.